0: Chapter 25. I stood in the clubhouse kitchen, leaning against one of the metal countertops. Sydney stood a few feet away. The club's manager, Harold, was in the middle of telling us something. I'm just so sorry it happened in the first place. I'm glad to see that you're doing well. He glanced between Sydney and me. But actually, I came looking for you two because I need a favor. Sydney leaned against the counter next to me. What is it? She asked. Harold made a pinchy face like he was apologizing, which is never a good sign when someone's about to ask you for a favor. I have to take my wife's aunt to the airport, and no one's around to watch my girls. Is it possible that either of you could pop over to my house and hang out with them? Sidney and I just glanced at each other. It would just be for a couple hours, two and a half at most. He shook his head. I know you both have been working all day. I just don't know who else to ask at such short notice. The kitchen grew quiet. I looked kind of halfway between Harold and the floor. I really wanted to go home. My hand was achy and I smelled like sweat and grass. I wanted to shower and lay on my couch for the next four hours. Um, Sydney scratched at her short hair. I guess I could do it. I was just supposed to hang out with my boyfriend. You can bring him, Harold said. I know I'm inconveniencing you with this. Wait, I said. I can do it. I looked over at Sydney. You said you haven't gotten to hang out with your boyfriend in a while. You should spend some time with him, doing something fun. Sydney cocked her head to one side. But you said you were tired, she argued, especially with your hand and everything. I waved off her comment. It's not like I'll need to arm wrestle the girls, I said. You've helped me out so much since I started here. Let me handle this. Besides, I've got nothing to do tonight anyway. I was just going to lay on my couch for a few hours. Harold's eyes brightened. You can lay on my couch for a few hours. Seriously, just pop in a movie for the girls and rest. He let out a relieved breath. You don't know what a huge favor you're doing me. I grinned to cover up a yawn. It's no problem, I said. But I don't have a car. Don't worry about it, Harold said, patting his pockets like he was looking for his keys. I'll take care of that. I'll drive you over there now. Just let me grab my stuff from the office. He hurried out of the kitchen. I turned around and headed to the time clock. Sidney followed me. "'Thank you so much for doing this,' she said. "'I was going to be so bummed if I couldn't see Cameron tonight. "'I know you guys don't get a ton of time together, with both of you working so much.' "'I know,' Sidney blew some hair up through her short bangs. "'And even with all the hours he puts in at Lumberjacks, he's still looking for another job.' "'Seriously?' she nodded. "'Yeah, money is really tight for him and his dad right now. "'Cameron's looking for another job, but no one's hiring.' I signed into the computer and clocked out for the day. That sucks. I hope he can find something. Sidney shrugged. Yeah, but then I'll probably see him even less. Maybe you should get a job at Lumberjacks, I said with a smile. She laughed. I heard Harold coming back through the kitchen. I turned around and saw him walking over with a jacket and a pile of papers in his hands. Ready to go? He said. I nodded. I followed Harold out the back door and across the parking lot to his car. I slipped into the passenger seat and he started the car. Thanks again, Olivia, he said as we left the club. I really owe you one for helping me out like this. It's no problem, I said, but right when I did, I felt a wave of ache in my hand. I pulled it into my body. I hope your finger isn't bothering you too much. Harold made a tisking sound with his mouth. I still can't believe Kyle ran into you like that. I don't know why I have such a hard time staffing the bagroom room with competent people. All you girls in the kitchen and on the beverage cart are great. All the guys on the grounds crew are great. I've got good pros, and Jason is a huge help this summer. He shook his head. But the bag room? Maybe it's cursed. He nodded. Sure feels like it sometimes. He stopped the car at an intersection. He turned into a subdivision. The big houses on either side of the street looked expensive. I thought both of my parents' homes could fit inside any one of these houses. Together. Together. The little home I'd visited Cam at yesterday could have fit inside some of the garages on this street. I looked over at Harold. Hey, I just realized... I sat up a little straighter. I have a friend who's looking for a second job. I don't know if he has any experience at a golf club, but he's a really hard worker. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he works at Lumberjacks right now, but they can't give him all the hours he needs. But he does a fantastic job there. He's really helpful and friendly with all the customers, so that would mean he'd be really helpful and friendly with golfers. Harold huffed out of breath. You'd be surprised how hard that can be for some people. I smiled to myself. Yeah, well, he's great at it. He's really responsible, too. And he needs to work. He doesn't just do it because he's bored. His family depends on him to help out. Huh. Harold stared out the windshield, his eyes narrowed. "'He's actually Sidney's boyfriend,' I added, "'so you could ask her about him, too.' "'Really?' he said. "'I like that girl. She's so dependable.' I nodded. "'I know. Just think of the type of guy she would date. Super dependable.' "'But he already has another job?' he asked. "'Well, yeah, but he wants to work a lot.' Harold pursed his lips and thought about it for a second. Actually, working around someone's other job schedule wouldn't be a pain if he was actually a good worker. I'd rather deal with tricky schedules than lazy bag boys any day. I smiled again. No one would ever call Cam lazy. I mean Cameron. No one would ever call Cameron lazy. Harold glanced over at me. Cameron? He said. I nodded. I saw him mouth the name silently to himself a few times. Well, Harold slowed the car down. He pulled into a giant circular driveway. Have Cameron give the club a call. Tell him to ask for me specifically. I felt my smile widen. I'll do that. Harold parked the car near a garage. I unbuckled my seatbelt and climbed out.